be open to experience that it is not always easy, mm -hmm. right? Because we have to go beyond our comfort zone sometimes to be open to other kinds of people, whether they're digital nomads or people from that place where we live for mm -hmm. a while. And to, to accept that, okay, maybe for a while it won't be just easy or I won't just feel comfortable all the time, but I can handle that, I can deal with it, and that gives me a great opportunity to grow my own understanding, my own sense of safety within myself. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Digital Nomads Daily Podcast. Today, I have, well, I would say like a cultural expert almost on the podcast, just from her own experiences. Miriam grew up as a multi-culture kid, um, having so many different backgrounds and stories into her life. And she's also nomading. And today, we're going to talk about that and how to be a more open-minded traveler. Miriam, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for inviting me. I feel very honored to share here with you and to talk about these interesting topics. Yeah, absolutely. So before we go into that, um, I have a couple of quick questions for you. And that's just for my audience to kind of get to know uh, what kind of nomad you are. And my first question is, how long have you been nomading? I have been nomading for three years now, but... Prior to that, I've been traveling a lot uh, in, in holidays and free time. Yeah, so you're like from traveler to nomad. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> love it, love it. And where are you talking from right now? Right now, I'm in Madeira. That's a beautiful small island in the Atlantic Ocean. And this island is part of Portugal. Nice, nice. And we always ask our guests how they uh, how they make a living. So how do you how do you sustain yourself? Yes, so I'm an entrepreneur. I'm self-employed, and I work as a spiritual coach. So I help people transform their lives to become more joyful, more peaceful on the inside. And I also work as a communication and language trainer. And that's oh. what I've been doing for the last three years and that makes it possible for me to live in different places and get to know the communities there. Yeah. yeah amazing what I really love is that I mean you're another like example of uh, you don't have to have one income stream you can do multiple jobs you can be self-employed have a job self-employed have like like one client like there's just so many ways of making money so for everyone's listening right now like um, if anyone tells you this is the one job you need to do, like, don't worry, guys, you can do multiple things and things that you love doing. So I already said in the introduction, right, that you grew up mm -hmm. um, as a multicultural kid. So I never ask really people like, where are you from? Because I find it, I find it kind of a weird question. Like, I have mm -hmm. a Dutch passport, but I don't really feel so good. So how in, in terms of our cultures and countries, how were you describe to someone who are you like where where are you from like where's your heart from your soul your body like where are you from <laughs> that's a really good question I totally get why you don't ask that I always like to ask people where did you grow up mm. to to get an idea and what uh, area of the world people have spent lots of time in their childhood because I grew up with that question like who am I where am I from 
because I couldn't identify with just one country or one culture mm -hmm. because my family is German, Balinese and Arabic, Palestinian to be more specific. And so I've been growing up in this very, yeah, kind of like crazy environment with lots of different ideas about life and lifestyles mm -hmm. and yeah. So, but all of, all of that happened in Berlin, in Germany to be uh, specific about the place. Yeah. But that is so interesting because Balinese culture and then Arabic culture and then the German culture, like those are very extremes. Like <laughs> <laughs> they are worlds apart, I can tell you. <laughs> They're wow. Apart, yeah. So from each of these worlds, what is like the most beautiful learning that you got uh, from your parents? So what I realized very early on is that on some level, we are all different. Like we have different lifestyles, religions, beliefs, cultures, traditions. But then there is this other level of us as people, human beings, that is the same in all of us. So we all want to have a beautiful life. We want to connect with other people. We want to be loved. We want to be understood. Mm -hmm. And this is what I could see very clearly early on because I couldn't just like identify with one part, but I had to make my, my own assumptions and it, it pushed me very early to look deeper and trying to understand people. Yeah, I think that's that's my main takeaway from, from growing <laughs> up like and that and just, just being very open towards mm -hmm. people. I really love that. Is this something that your parents also always like have been advocating for? Or is this really like your self-discovery journey? In a way that they, they they have um helped me to to see the world like that because mm -hmm. I mean um they also had that experience to be with let's say a partner, part of the family that is totally different. And then you're confronted with yourself seeing like, okay, maybe I have some other ideas about life mm -hmm. from the way I grew up or the, the culture society that I grew up, but you have to open up uh, yourself to meet the people and see them on a deeper level and connect with them beyond um, our traditions and our beliefs. Yeah. And I guess that also really starts with yourself like kind of like re-identifying who are you on this planet and yeah like not to say yeah where are you from is then not the right question and I love this because I feel like that many digital nomads go through this self-discovery process when they're nomading because you're like meeting people from all sorts of cultures we translate uh, to English from our own language which is a very funny experience hence I have like the weirdest vocabulary and accent because it's just like a mix <laughs> of things um but I, I, this is for me personally like something that just like it opened my eyes to be with people that have different habits yeah. in terms of how they speak how they eat how they think about school how they think about marriage how they think about boyfriend girlfriend uh, relationships friendships it opened my world completely so as a digital nomad what are the things that from home like that you really take on your journey right now that has helped you a lot to be maybe more open-minded as a digital nomad? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I think um, 
over the years, in a way, I have grown strong roots. So I feel very connected to the people and the places um, where I grew up, where I have that mm. connection through my family too. Um, but at the same time, yeah, that that kind of openness to to meet people um, from all around the world has always been part of my life. Yeah. So I must say that comes very very easy to me. For example, here in Madeira, I've made amazing friends, amazing connections, very supportive, uh, very loving, very kind. We are sharing um, a great time together. Beautiful. And when when you see like other digital nomads and maybe especially in group form, like, do you see that maybe just the way, the way they speak or how they behave or when like a new person is coming in a group, like, do you see maybe certain challenges or struggles that you kind of like identify like, oh yeah, this person can probably learn a little bit more about these or these things when it comes to like culture and being open-minded. Well, I think first of all, it's it's quite courageous to just go out there in the world, mm. whether it's traveling, but I think even more so when you want to live for a while in a new place and you go by yourself or maybe even with your partner or with a friend, because you kind of go into the unknown, right? Mm -hmm. um, you don't know how things work in the place, where to get i mean maybe your your favorite um chocolate isn't available mm -hmm. those are just little things but i realized that sometimes they can can be very important to have a sense of home so going out there in the world is very courageous for me and um i think the challenge is to be open to experience that it is not always easy mm -hmm. right because we have to go beyond our comfort zone sometimes to be open to other kinds of people, whether they're digital nomads or people from that place where we live for mm -hmm. a while. And to, to accept that, okay, maybe for a while it won't be just easy or I won't just feel comfortable all the time, but I can handle that. I can deal with it. And that gives me a great opportunity to grow my own understanding my own sense of safety within myself right because when mm -hmm. we travel somewhere and we're just by ourselves we don't have that safety that we have back home <laughs> with our friends with our family with knowing where the our favorite rice is in the supermarket shelf that's my personal experience you know? <laughs> um and yeah, be, being open for that, I think, is very, very, yeah. very important. I also Recommend. sense, yeah, a lot of, like, self-awareness, self like, just open to receive and, and open to be, to go through that self-awareness journey. And it's also why I love that you're here today, because obviously the digital nomad lifestyle looks very sexy and adventurous and fun mm -hmm. sometimes, but I think mm -hmm. that the beauty of this lifestyle is not the palm trees and of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's the self discovery that you're going through. And so many people have grown so much and we talk about it a lot on the podcast, 
if there's ways on how you would say, okay, if you follow these and these, um, I don't know, practices or yeah. habits or routines <clears throat> to be to become more open-minded and to also to create that sense of self-awareness, what would be things that you would recommend to digital nomads? Mm -hmm. Well, I definitely recommend to make some space during the day or maybe the weekend to have a self-reflection time mm -hmm. and to do some form of meditation, meditative practice to really reconnect with ourselves because sometimes it can seem very crazy when we're trying to um, keep building our business, for example, or keep up with the job that we have. At the same time, we get to know lots of people and it can be overwhelming, right? So I think we need to make sure to have those quiet moments with ourselves. Mm -hmm. We can do journaling as well. And what I personally love is to talk to people and just share how we feel and, and see what's their experience. Um, I find that this is a great source of support and, and growth for our own understanding and openness also. Yeah, absolutely. Love that. And where do you like find these people? Because I mean, some people are very comfortable to just chat to anyone in a cafe. Which, I, mean, I have to uh -huh. raise my hand. I'm like that. Um, <laughs> but other people aren't like that, right? They're just more like calm and more introverted, like uh, Marcel, who was on our podcast. So mm -hmm. how is that for you? Like, where, where do you find people to chat and reflect with? <laughs> mm -hmm. That's a very interesting question and I try to understand it myself <laughs> how it's so easy for me to connect with really like amazing people. I would say this is like a, a huge richness factor in my life that wherever I go, like I've lived in different places, I meet these amazing people and I wouldn't say that I'm very extroverted, that I'm just going to chat with people but it just it just kind of happens and I think there are a few factors that are important. First of all, to do something in a place we really love, because then we connect with people who like to do similar things, and then we already mm -hmm. have something to talk about. Like, um, I mean, in many places right now, there are workshops and events for digital nomads or community mm -hmm. meetups. I think that's really, really amazing. Uh, me personally, I love to dance salsa and bachata. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So I think in so many places, people dance. And this is also an amazing way to connect. Um, yeah. So doing doing something that we like and share that with other people, I think that's the first step that I would take. And then there are some amazing Facebook groups, mm -hmm. too, like uh, for digital nomads travelers you can just post there and say like hey i'm in this place i would really like to meet some people and then it's just like a like a ball that starts to roll down the hill like once you get it rolling then suddenly people connect you to other people invite you to other events maybe my last tip is following our intuition it's mm -hmm. very important too like not going too much just with our head trying hard like to get to know people but be relaxed be open and when we have that sense hey i would really like to chat with that person to just go with it even though we don't know if that will be a friendship or not but yeah. um that's very important too i think 
I love that. I think it's also like if you go and chat with someone or if you post something in a Facebook group, if you set really high expectations, there is a higher chance of maybe not getting exactly what you want and you kind of close off already. I think just uh-huh. to like, like it's all about like being open-minded, right? You just be open, just post with an open mind, whatever comes to you. Like if you're very specific about certain things, like allow yourself to be specific. So sometimes what I do is that I just say like, boys, don't hate me, but I'm really looking for feminine energy. So I don't want to meet up with boys. And they're just, I always make a joke, like boys don't hate me. So I'm kind of like, Mm -hmm. cute, but I'm very strict on that. I like to connect with women. So I yes. just don't want to have all these guys like, oh, who are you? It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think that's that's good. Like to to reach out to the to the people where we all really feel comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, are there moments in your nomad journey that you have struggled with with connecting with like minded people, and that you really had to like sort of dig a little bit deeper? Well, I uh, it, it depends a little bit on the place. So I can see that in some places where I went, I really connected with other digital nomads. And then in other places, I just connected with people who live there. Um, and I think that's sometimes challenging for digital nomads. Like it's easy to connect with the expert community, but um, to connect more with people that are from the place where we stay is more difficult when we don't speak the language yeah. or there's just that that feeling like there's that distance and to get closer there I, I found that in some moments that, that was challenging and I think we need to invest more effort more time if that's our intention if that's our goal yeah that makes sense and if someone wants to work on being more open-minded, mm-hmm. what would you what would you give like as a tip for that? Yeah, I think it's it's hard to start from an analytic perspective. I think mm-hmm. you just have to jump into experiences and through mm-hmm. the experience we become more open-minded where we see like other people communicate differently and we don't understand what they mean by what they say. So my advice would be just don't overthink it. Don't try to make everything perfect or or try to be like how people are in that culture where you try to immerse. Just be yourself how you are right now and jump into those experiences that um, are available to you. And from there, you can start to be more open-minded. I love that. That is so good advice. Yeah, just just go for it and do it. The one thing that I would like to add to that is that do it with kindness. Like there might be things mm-hmm. that you don't understand or that you're like, ooh, that's weird. But, you know, it's it, it's new stuff. It's different stuff. So I guess that's where the open-minded already goes into, right? Like don't judge. Yes. Just like be kind and be open to receive. And it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that you have to accept everything or that you have to like uh, like everything or everyone, but just, you know, experience it as an experience and that's all (laughs) yes yes i totally agree and i think it's very important here that we are also kind with ourselves because i experienced that with myself and also with friends uh, who are digital nomads like we we try hard 
sometimes to be part of that new community or to be part of that new culture. And we, we change ourselves, our, the way we act, maybe the way we behave. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's amazing to do that effort. But at the same time, uh, we have to see also where are the boundaries here of how we can change ourselves in, in a certain amount of time and if we really want to do that. So I would say this is another takeaway from my from from the way that I grew up, that th there is this wish in everybody that we want to belong, whether it's to the digital nomad community, to the expert community, or to the community where mm -hmm. of, of locals um, where we stay. But I think um, we always need to try to find that balance, to adjust, to be really open, to be open-minded, but to always recheck in with ourselves so that we don't go beyond our inner boundaries of what's healthy for ourselves, mm -hmm. I would say. And accept that sometimes we are different and we cannot belong everywhere and we cannot be accepted everywhere by everybody. Yeah. Right. And that's okay too. Like when we sometimes experience uh, rejection or we have that feeling, well, I don't really fit in here with those people, with that community. That's okay too. We don't have to, like, you know, squeeze everything inside of ourselves just to belong yeah. in that new place, new com community. But we can explore it and see if we can change it to make it better. But if it, doesn't work it's also okay to say like okay maybe it's not for me and i try to find the people that where i just feel naturally connected where i don't have to like put in that that immense effort mm -hmm. to belong yeah i think that's a beautiful way to to end the episode right i think that there's just so many learnings here i really want to thank you for like sharing all of that today and i think it's really helpful also like sometimes the tips on the podcast are like very like, you know, like harsh practical tips, like do this, use this tool, etc. But sometimes there are just also, you know, gentle reminders of uh, of how we can live and breathe, how we can get, how can we be good to ourselves, but also to the people around us, whether that's your partner, fellow digital nomads, locals, your coworkers, virtually, like, um, yeah, it's, it's, I guess the self self discovery journey is uh, is beautiful, but you don't have to overdo it. <laughs> yes, I totally I totally agree. Thank you so much for inviting me to this. Thanks so much for being being part of your community as well. <laughs> so we're not done yet because I always yeah. ask my guests if they have one question for me. So I'm very curious. I'm um, what your question is. <laughs> Well, because we talked about the topic, um, culture and being open-minded. So I'm curious about what's your personal experience on how we can be more open-minded, but be rooted within ourselves as well. Yeah, I, I actually, well, yeah, everything that you just said, really, I really resonate with that. I'm, I think that for me, the most important thing is what with foreign experiences and foreign people and foreign food and all these things is I'm really an advocate of of being kind. I think that I'm as a Dutch person, I feel like there's some sort of like judgment in my genes almost. Like it's just like 
-hmm. always commenting, always being judgmental. And I experienced that when I hang out with Dutchies even stronger. I'm like, whoa, like that's so Mm -hmm. intense. Um, But then also not to be judgmental about that even. It's like, so I feel like Mm -hmm. for me, the battlefield of, or not not a battlefield, that's way too dramatic, just a battle of like... Staying kind, like just to myself as well, yeah. but also to other people. And I think even like when you are in Facebook groups, when you go to um to communities, to co-working spaces, like just you know, just do things with kindness. I think that is such a beautiful way of uh of being open-minded. So that's just something I really, really advocate for. Um, it's not always possible, like you know, sometimes I'm not mm-hmm. kind, especially when my hormones go crazy but (laughs) and it's okay but it's just like you know I really try 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 to be kind all the time to myself to other people that's that's important to me yeah yeah. (laughs) I I find that very beautiful really wonderful I I think that's also great so we as digital nomads and travelers we can leave that beautiful footprint behind yeah you know So thank you so much for joining and yeah, like really sharing all those beautiful words. Like I I really, I feel very calm after this episode. It's very nice. Thank you. Happy to hear that. (laughs) Where can people find you online? So people can find me on Instagram. My channel is called Living in Joy. And my website has the same name, just with slashes in between the words living slash in slash joy.com. Perfect. We're going to add everything to the show notes. If you go to digitalnomadsailor.com forward slash podcast, you can find this episode, show notes, links, everything there, but also all the other episodes. And if you want to get daily updates about podcasts, about um, tips from our experienced digital nomads, we send that if you go to digitalnomadsdaily.com slash newsletter, then you can opt in there and uh, we hope to see you there. Miriam, thank you so much for joining and uh, well, we're recording in December, so I'm going to tell you happy holidays. (laughs) Happy holidays and beautiful Christmas to you wherever you are in the world.